today's Wander Learn episode is brought to you by Sawyer. Yeah, that's the same Sawyer that makes those lightweight water filters that are awesome for backpacking and cleaning your water when you're traveling. Did you know that their filters also fit on water bottles and come in a variety of squeeze pouches and gravity flow systems? If you didn't, you gotta check them out. Did you know that there are over half a million deaths so far this year from dirty water diseases? Sawyer has decided to make a difference and use their systems to make Liberia the first low-income nation to have clean water in every household from border to border. Over 100,000 filters have been placed so far. Sawyer is reaching the 20% of rural households that were thought to be impossible to reach with clean water. And it's working. So far, the use of Sawyer water filters has reduced diarrhea by over 90%. They have also provided another 100,000 filters to households in Fiji. Sawyer keeps you outdoors and keeps your drinking water safe. Hey, welcome to the Wander Learn Podcast. I'm your host, Francis Tapon. In this episode, I will reveal to you who I'm voting for in this 2020 election in the United States. I'm voting for Joe. Yes, I think that Joe is by far and away the best candidate for president because she's a woman and she's stands for policies that I believe in. And it's about time that America has a female president after all. So I think you should vote for Joe too. Unless, of course, you live in a swing state or, or a, a, a battleground state. Now, you're probably scratching your head at this point you're like, Joe? Joe, female? What? Yeah, Joe Jorgensen, uh, president, presidential candidate in all 50 states for the Libertarian Party. A uh, lady who's quite accomplished and quite interesting. Some of you might be wondering, well, why are you voting for a third party candidate? You're just throwing away your vote. Well, I live in California. That's where I'm registered to vote. And in case you haven't noticed, California is has always voted for the Democrats uh, for the presidential elections ever since Ronald Reagan. So that was the last time we ever voted for a Republican. Most people who argue that the Electoral College says that you're throwing away your vote when you vote for a third party candidate are people who don't understand the Electoral College system and how it works. And can I make an aside here about the Electoral College system and how much I really hate it? It made sense 200 years ago when there was no mass media, there was no internet, and no radio, television, all that kind of stuff. Made a lot of sense. But today, not so much. And I just don't see the end of it, unfortunately, because these battleground states gain so much from the money that gets poured into them, the concessions that, let's say, a presidential candidate has to say, they have to say, okay, don't worry, Michigan, I'm going to build a new road for you so that, you know, go ahead. And, and they get all this money, attention, advertising dollars, all that kind of stuff. And people ignore New York, uh, California, Oregon, Washington, or Texas. Well, Texas is kind of close to battleground. It's embarrassing. I go to travel to other countries and I say, yeah, in America, we preach democracy, but in fact, not every vote counts the same because the votes from a battleground state are effectively worth much more when it comes to the final decision of who is the president of the United States. We do have the popular vote for other things like the governor or for senators and that kind of stuff. That, that does matter. You're one person, one vote. But unfortunately, for the rest, it doesn't make sense. And I just, 
it's embarrassing to that we still have this antiquated system still out there but i just don't see the states that are enjoying all the attention they get wanting to change that and all of a sudden florida saying okay yeah i guess floridians will say yeah i'd rather have just my vote be counted just as valuable and just as important as massachusetts which is always blue anyway that's my rampage Let's take a 60-second break to thank one of our sponsors, IceLab.co. This is the best time to move to the mountain town of your dreams. COVID-19 has changed how the world does business, and many people are now working remotely. So why not live in the mountain paradise you've always dreamed of? The Gunnison Valley in Colorado is that perfect place. Why? Because it's nestled between four spectacular mountain ranges. It has 750 miles of biking and hiking and crested buttes, world-class skiing. And then there's that award-winning school system. It's got it all. Now imagine waking up in your ultimate destination every morning. No traffic, no crowded trails, no more wishing you lived in the mountains. Work where you play in Gunnison Valley to start living your dream. Visit icelab.co. That's icelab.co. Now, some people say, well, no, I understand what it, how it works. I just think you're still throwing away the vote because the popular vote matters. It's important that the winner has a big margin on the popular vote. It just shows. Wait a second. When has that ever been important? In the 2000 election 20 years ago, when Al Gore narrowly lost to George W. Bush, he, we were debating about it a few hundred votes in Florida that decided whether Florida was going to go one way or the other, was it going to go to George Bush or to Al Gore. There was no debate about who won the popular vote. Al Gore won it by like half a million votes. So if it didn't have an impact on that election, why would it have an impact on any election? In the last election with Donald Trump against Hillary Clinton, it was the same thing. Hillary Clinton won, I think, by three million votes, something ridiculous. On the popular vote it didn't matter so why should it matter in the 2020 election or any election until we change the electoral college system it doesn't matter the popular vote doesn't matter and so therefore if you're in a tightly contested state like a battleground state like pennsylvania ohio florida michigan then you should seriously consider voting for the lesser of two evils you know, if you like a third party candidate like the Peace and Freedom Party or the Libertarian Party or the Green Party, maybe you should put aside those preferences and vote for the lesser of two evils, either the Republican or Democrat. But and that's strategic voting. But if you don't live, if your state is solidly either one side or the other, screw it. Vote for the person you like best, which, by the way, might be the Republican or the Democrat on the ticket. So maybe you really, really love, you know. Trump the most or Biden the most. Well, great. Vote for those guys. But um, if, if you prefer having a different leadership or you want to encourage third party, then vote for the person who you actually would prefer being the president. And in my case, it's Joe, Joe Dorgensen. There's another thing I've been thinking about is that why people have this belief that we should vote always, you know, like you got to vote, you got to vote. Well, some people are really ignorant and some people really don't follow the news or some people just vote uh, because they like the color of Donald Trump's hair. I mean, 
should these people actually vote? I mean, of course, they have a right to, but do I need to encourage a person because they flip a heads or tails or something like that to vote? I don't know. But I do think that voting gives you the right to complain. Because I think if you don't vote, then you really shouldn't complain about anything in politics or even almost anything in your life that the government has power over because you didn't voice your opinion, so therefore you should shut up when it comes to complaining. So that's the one reason to vote, I think. It maintains your right to complain. And that's, by the way, why I love voting for the Libertarian Party, because I can complain about the Democrats and the Republicans. <laughs> I don't have to take sides. I can say they're both idiots. <laughs> so that's a slight little benefit there, a little tip for you. And that concludes this episode of the Wander Learn podcast, where we explore travel, technology, and transformation. If you'd like to see the show notes with links to what we talked about, or if you'd like to comment on the show, or if you'd like to ask me a question, then go to wanderlearn.com and click on this episode. If you'd like to connect with me, just remember FTAPON. That's my first initial and my last name. FTAPON is the username I use on all social media. You can also get to my website by going to ftapon.com. And here's one last reason to remember FTAPON. If you like what I do and would like to get rewarded for supporting my projects, then go to patreon.com slash ftapon. That's where you can pick up some remarkable rewards for as little as $2 a month. And now for five quick favors. Number one, subscribe to the Wander Learn podcast. Two, download it. Three, share it. Four, review it somewhere. And five, sign up for my newsletter at wanderlearn.com. Our theme music was composed by Eric Stratman. This is Francis Tapon encouraging you to wander and learn.